Welcome to the 263 Chat Show, bringing you live interviews, discussions, and stories on pertinent issues in Zimbabwe and around the world. Welcome to the 263 Chat Show Health Talk. My name is Faith Shorufura, and today we have two beautiful ladies from the Pink Foundation who have come to inform us and educate us on sexual reproductive health. Tatela and Larissa, welcome. Oh, hello, Faith. Thank Hello. you for coming. Thank you for having us. Um, today, you guys have come, have graced us, and you guys want to teach us and tell us more about sexual reproductive health. To start with, tell us more about the Pink Foundation. How did it start? How, how did, where did it emanate from exactly? Okay, so um, the Pink Foundation generally started in Bindura, in Shashi to be precise. Uh, it was an idea that was started by two young women, um, Mob Blessings Majuta and Tatiana Chenka, who is me. Unfortunately, Mob Blessings could not join us today. So it came about after we had uh, noticed the challenges that young women face, especially when it comes to accessing information on sexual reproductive health rights, uh, making correct decisions on their bodies, and um, all the challenges that they face, especially the economic challenges. Okay, so you're basically just looking at women only? Yes women only. Okay, so who, who is behind this? And maybe if you can tell us your positions, both of you, what you guys do there. Okay, so uh, basically we're all in the programs team. We don't have like a distinct structure since we're still starting, so we're both in the programs where we're still trying to find our feet, trying to uh, come up with activities, and we are mostly trying to make these young women come up with their activities that they define, that they want to do, that they feel address the challenges that they face during the attainment facility. Okay, so sexual reproductive health, that's like a broad term. What exactly on sexual reproductive health do you guys touch on? Okay, I'll let Larissa answer that one. Okay, so basically we're looking at STIs, sexually transmitted infections, and we're looking at um, HIV and AIDS as well as condom use and abstinence. Okay, so who are your main targets? You said it's women, but then, you know, like with women, we have adolescents, we have teenagers, we have the youth, we have the middle age, and then we have those that are going into menopause. Yes. So are you looking at all of that? No, not. We're targeting young women in tertiary institutions and then in high schools. So for, for the ones in tertiary institutions, we're not limiting to um, the age per se, but we're just encompassing them all into the whole idea of the Pink Foundation. Okay, so why the young girls? Why tertiary and secondary school? Okay, tertiary, first of all, because uh, there is a myth that they know everything that there is to know about sexual reproduction, which is not always the case, because you find out that people go on Google and they look up information which may not be relevant, actually, and they end up implementing it in their lives. So we're saying we want to open an, uh, an avenue where we demystify some of these myths, where we address issues as they are. Hence, we are partnering with professionals in the health sector so that they come, they talk to these young women, they give them advice that has been tested and proven. Okay, so what about the primary school kids? You know, right now, in as much as it sounds like they're just way too young, we have kids as young as 12 engaging in sexual activities. So have you thought about incorporating them in your program? 
Yes, we have, but at a later stage since we are still starting and we thought uh, uh, we target young women in tertiary institutions as a start and then we take the idea outwards. Okay. And also, oh, sorry, can I add something? Yeah, sure. And also the reason why we, um, we are focused on that age, the 18 to 25, uh, is because we, we are within that range. So we do know what's happening to them because maybe we've, we've gone through those things as well. So we just want to share our experiences and just make sure that um, they just get the protection and then they can be able to stand for their sexual reproductive health rights. Okay, so looking at young women in tertiary college right now, they have a whole lot of things that they do in college. How do you intend on getting their attention? How are you guys going to carry out your campaigns there? Okay, first of all, uh, we have made a plan where we go to orientation, we make ourselves known, and then we have activities that are lined around that are specific, specifically lined around their education. Because first of all, and foremost, education is important. But then we also have to make uh, a schedule that is that can work between their studies and also making time for the Pink Foundation. Okay, so have you been to any tertiary institute? Uh, we're starting in September with Bindura University. Why Bindura University first? <laughs> it's our university. Yeah, that's oh. where we're coming from. <laughs> okay, so what do you think are the challenges that women face mostly um, when well, it comes to sexual reproductive health? Oh, okay. Um, mostly it's making um, uninformed decisions about sexual reproductive health. Most of them, they indulge in unsafe sex and which then causes certain complications. At times they get STIs and they're, just, they're not able to um, master the courage to actually go and get um, help for that because of certain reasons. Uh, some of them which are the, those nasty stares, the service uh, <laughs> care providers, they just look at you with those eyes and... Judgmental yes, eyes. Exactly. So, yeah, most of the people, well, like, I've talked to a lot of people. So they, they just come to me and they're like, you know, I can't go there because I'm just scared. They're just going to be looking at me like, okay, why are you sexually active? Mm -hmm, yes, well, yeah. they feel it's there, right? But then, you know, grown-ups, they feel that we should abstain and wait for the right time which is marriage, but then you know how it is. Young people, they just cannot stick to the rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just one of them. And probably adding to that, you find that uh, when young women go to tertiary institutions, the myth is the money you get from your parents is supposed to last <laughs> the whole semester. So you find that when the money doesn't last for the whole semester, you're going to improvise. You're going to uh, try Look and make other Exactly, and you end up selling yourself. So we, we're trying to come in and bridge the gap so that people know what they're getting into, the, com the implications of what they're getting into, and where to get help. Okay, then. And the rural population... Are you going to reach out to them, the young girls in the rural areas? In as much as you want to target tertiary institutions, we have young girls in the rural areas who are not even going to school, who are very much prone to child marriages as well. Are you guys looking into that? Yes, definitely. We, we thought about it and we realized that a majority of these girls 
they're not as privileged as us, like the girls who stay in urban areas when it comes to sexual reproductive health. So you find out that most of them, they fall pregnant between the ages of 14 and 24. So they do need that knowledge. They do need that knowledge to know that they're supposed to uh, practice safe sex if they decide to become sexually active and also to know that there are STIs out there and there's HIV and uh, they've got rights. They've got the right to say no when they do not want. <laughs> okay, so what about the apostolic sects? We have like those girls who were married <laughs> off at a very young age or yeah. who are like in co- the polygamous marriages. Yes. Are you looking at those young girls as well? You we feel... <laughs> That's a tough one, though. Exactly. <laughs> but from a personal point of view, I think every female, no matter which religious sect you belong to, you still have the right to say no. No one has the right to determine who you get married to when. You have the right to decide for your own body. You have to... People have to respect those rights, no matter which church you're going to, no matter which religion you 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 you, you believe in. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I have to say about yeah, that. So, despite their religion and despite their values and norms, I just think if we to uh, just pass on the information, at least they know. After we pass it, they know. So it's their decision to run with it or just drop it. Okay, so since you're saying you want to reach out to them, looking specifically at the apostolic sects, how do you intend on doing that? I think mainly we have to work around getting buy-in from the leaders of the sects, of the apostolic sects, because if you don't get buy-in, then they're not going to let you into their area. So it's about working with them first, conscientizing them first, so that they know that these young girls also have a future. They, they need to grow, discover themselves. Marriage uh, is not everything. There's still a lot a young girl can do. Yeah. So do you have other organizations you're working with? Um, Not at the moment, but we're looking to partner with other organizations that are already taking part in sexual reproductive health. Okay, and your first, should I say, a campaign Mm -hmm. in Bindura, what exactly are you guys going to be doing? Okay, we're going to be, first of all, establishing the club, letting people know who we are, what we're all about, what our story is. And then second of all, we have like major activities that we as the organization have planned, which include My Body Talks, where we're getting um, professionals to talk about the female body, the female reproductive health system. And then we've got what are called My Space Talks, where we're getting these young girls to converge at one place, uh, talk about their issues, talk about why they're still having unprotected sex, even though they know they are risking getting HIV, even though they know they're risking getting an STI. And then we've got um, Meet Your Shiro's, where we're taking women that have made it in the society. Because we feel that sometimes young girls make decisions not based on the fact that um, they have a full understanding of what they're doing, but they also lack a role model. So we want to bridge that, that gap where, you know, when you have someone you look up to, you, emin- you emanate to be like that person. And that should be motivation enough for them to say no to to help to harmful health seeking behaviors okay so thank you Tatenda and larissa for coming thank you for and having us. we will definitely try and promote pink foundation <laughs> <laughs> and this is it from the health talk on 26 we chat my name is faith shorufura and now, and now.
Capital 263. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at 263chat. Our website www.263chat.com.